What it do, Sports Betting Nation? Aces High here with you from Sports Betting Intel. I am joined with the one and only Hardways. Mike, how you doing today, Hardways? Aces, I am in a great mood. It was a beautiful weekend for all things sports betting. I'm just going to kick it off with this. Did you watch the Beating the Odds segment on the Professional Fanatics podcast this weekend? Dang, I've been watching it religiously, religiously. And this is the time you put me to the fire. I have to say I did not watch it. I know you guys have been hot, so it was likely a mistake that I didn't catch it. You you made a huge mistake because while we were on a 39 and 19 run coming into the weekend, we went 17 and 1 overall. Now that doesn't happen all the time. Obviously, got super lucky, variance went in our favor, but man, what a weekend. It was a super profitable weekend in the NFL for us. The big dog, you could have saved my weekend. It was not profitable for me in the college football side. NFL, though, you could have saved my ass. I did miss out on that. That is my bad. I will definitely have to catch it this week. Well, we will circle back to the NFL. In fact, your Chiefs ended up dropping one to the Packers last yeah. night. We will touch base yeah. on that later. Let's kick it off since you mentioned college football. How was your weekend from a sports betting perspective? But more importantly, do you think the college football playoff committee got it right with the top four? Oh, the sports betting weekend was absolutely terrible for me as far as college football. I think I got every single one wrong. But to be fair, I think I only bet four games. I, as far as the playoff selection, I mean, I, I have mixed feelings about it in my head, the Florida state, we're talking about Florida state here. They got left out, snubbed goose egg in their record, hadn't lost a game, done nothing wrong all year. And they get snubbed from the four team playoff, Alabama and Texas squeak in there with both one loss teams. Again, I go back and forth because I just don't think Florida state is one of the best four teams in the nation. The problem I have with that is, is they are definitely a deserved team to be in the playoffs. And that's where it goes back to the NCAA having a problem of not having well-defined rules and sets of guidelines for putting teams in there. I put it on the NCAA football playoff in general, not just the committee itself. I agree with you wholeheartedly. We talk about it on this program that if you're going to be betting on something, make sure you know what you're betting on and read the house rules for your respective book. If you have a question about something, well, it's in the house rules, and they define, for the most part, occasionally things will slip through the cracks, but they, they define these bets so you know exactly what you're betting on. The fact that the college football committee can go behind closed doors and say, well, we're going to leave out this undefeated team who did literally everything in their power to get to this point. They're undefeated. They've got a third-string quarterback. They won their conference championship. They're a Power 5 team. What else can you expect them to do? I I don't have any begrudging against the AD there at Florida State, the coach, Jordan Travis. They've all come out against the decision. I think it's a terrible decision, a bad look for the committee. You're always going to piss people off. You're always going to leave people out. But in this case, leaving on an undefeated team for a one-loss team just doesn't make any sense for me. From a sports betting perspective, though, it was an okay weekend for me. I ended up taking the Oregon-Washington over live on that. Now, I also took Oregon live, but I took the over on that live. Now, we talked about it on Thursday. The over in that was 66 Final score, 34 to 31. So it came in at 65, but I got it at 63 and a half live. So the over came in that last minute Oregon touchdown really came in handy for me. But the big loss on the weekend, though, was Georgia. I thought that Georgia would have controlled this game from the outset. And they did look like they were on their way in the first quarter, but they ended up losing to Alabama 27 to 24. So the Georgia minus five and a half did not come in in that case. Did you take anything on Iowa? Get that plus 22. <laughs> like I said, it was a terrible weekend. I took everything on Iowa. I took the house. You, you, They gave me a bet. I was like, yes, sir. Go Hawkeyes. 
And I say that jokingly, actually, they took one bet on them. And my plan was to hedge mid-game. But this is why I don't bet on Iowa. I got caught up in the action and forgot to completely hedge. I bet you I got a good opportunity at minus 1,000 on Michigan there when the game was close. So, yes, I bet Iowa lost that one. I bet Oregon, live game, just like you. Well, you bet the over total in that one. I bet Oregon to win at plus 180 at one point. I thought, man, this is easy. No, sir. Lost that one. Had a little bit on Georgia there. Lost that one. It just was not the best weekend as far as college football. But before you were talking about that Georgia football team, well, they didn't make it in the playoffs either. And we're talking about how Florida State got snubbed. Guess what? Those two teams are matching up against each other in a bowl game. And what's that line at? Minus 14 for the Bulldogs. So, again, it goes back to the fact, is Florida State one of the top four teams in the nation? No, absolutely not. But are they deserving? That's, that's another time of day. I just want to bring that up because, coincidentally, those two are playing each other, and it's a two-touchdown spread. Well, I mean, let's talk about that. We've got bowl game. We've got the full bowl game schedule. We've got a bit of a repeat reprieve this week. We do have one game, Army-Navy. The over-under in that is a whopping 28 in that with Army being favored, minus 2.5. And, and then after that, we start the bowl games on Saturday, December 16th. So it is, should be a phenomenal bowl season. We've got a lot. Were there any, as you went through the schedule, anything that, that kind of piqued your interest? I know they've got a – uh, good slate. Okay. Northern Illinois playing Arkansas State. You've got James Madison playing Air Force. Anything that catches your eye? Northwestern Utah? Northwestern Utah. No, I did. I actually didn't even catch the spread. I'm not even sure what bowl that is, my friend. Not even sure what bowl that is. I have to get down in the dirty. Some of the big ones. I mean, there were teams I was looking for before their matchup even got announced. And I messaged our group over there, Penn State. Look at who they're playing. It really doesn't matter who they're playing. The market is likely not going to respect the Penn State Nittany Lions enough. They're not going to give them a good number. So when that line came out, Penn State Ole Miss, Penn State minus three and a half, jumped all over it. That was my first bet of the bull season. Down to four and a half now. I'll probably put a little more money on it. Don't have a full-size unit on this game yet. I might go over, and this is something I very rarely do. I might go over a full-size unit on this Penn State Ole Miss game, if some of that SEC money, some of that dumb money starts coming in on Ole Miss and we get under three because I really like that one. Do you expect, I mean, it's already moved up to four and a half, as you said. Do you think that that will come in and move that far? I think it absolutely could. I mean, you're talking about a game that's not going to be played till December 30th as we're recording this episode. It's December 4th, and yes, it'll air later today. It's a Monday. But we got a lot of time where, you know, that SEC, they love, themselves some football and they love themselves their own team so yes i think that this we can get enough you know they call it public money i like to call it in this situation dumb money we can get enough dumb money on old miss to bring this line under three i don't think it'll stay there very long because the sharps will bet it up real quick but i definitely think it's a possibility and if we do you're getting a really good number on this hot penn state team we have to remember though we're talking about bulls there's a lot of news that can come out and impact these spreads a hundred percent. I mean, if you look through the transfer portal today, you're always already seeing some major movement movement. I would say the biggest one that we saw this morning was Kyle McCord, the Ohio State quarterback, has decided to enter the transfer portal. And so while he's not been the world beater that we've seen from other Ohio State quarterbacks in the past, he certainly was the engine of that office. And so the line now, Ohio State and Missouri in the Cotton Bowl is now Ohio State minus two and a half. So an SEC team. Now, I know you think the Big Ten is a, a better conference this year but man ohio state he's still taking that two and a half there aces i mean it's 
it's a sexy number. You know, I like to look at the money lines. That that's that's my jam. It's true in these true. in these games. So what I'm doing is I'm looking at the Ohio State money line. It came out at minus two fifty. That's where the line, the professionals that do this for a living, that's where they said Ohio State should be minus two fifty. Yeah, there's a little bit of juice on that still, but that's a that's a low number. You know, those are pretty short odds. Minus one forty eight now, my friend. Minus one forty eight, and that's not even the best line. I'm just comparing Bet Rivers and how they've moved that line. The best line right now for Ohio State is over there on Caesars, minus 135 from what we have on sportsbettingintel.com. I like that minus 135 number. I like the Ohio State Buckeyes to take down this Missouri team that I think is overranked as is. I think the big question, though, is is Marvin Harrison Jr., the star wide receiver for Ohio State, is no. he going to opt out? And if he opts out, I think you can see this he, movement, huge movement there. He he's not playing. Yeah, he's there's no. Oh, he's already said he's mind, not playing. Okay. Well, I don't I don't know the news. I have not read anything, and I wish the madman Woj was on there because you know he could tell us right off the bat. Yeah, he's but all over. He's all over that. But no, I I would. Why would he play this game? It doesn't make any sense to me. But I still like Ohio State. You're talking about a minus one thirty five. I mean, this is a number three team in the nation just a couple of weeks ago. The only reason they're not in the playoffs is because they lost to Michigan in a, in a fairly close game at Michigan. So, yeah, I, I still like this game, even without Mr. Harrison. Yeah, well, I, I think you're right there. This is still a, a better team probably all around, even without Kyle McCord, even without Marvin Harrison. So I, I think you're probably right. If he hasn't already, it would surprise me if Marvin Harrison did not opt out of this game because he's for sure going to the draft. What about the, let's see, what's the name of this bowl here? The Fiesta Bowl, undefeated Liberty versus Oregon. Oregon minus 16, no Faith there by the bull or by the bookmakers in the Liberty Flame, even though they're undefeated. 16 seems high, doesn't it, Aces? Yeah, it seems high. And then when we're talking about news here, is is Bo Nix playing? I haven't again, I haven't got deep in the news, which before you make a bet, you should really do that. Unless it's early, like now, you still might not know that news. I, I don't know that. I mean, what do you think? Liberty is gonna come through and beat these ducks. I understand they didn't play well against Washington, and right now. You know, the Ducks, they're on my list of hated teams, I keep it over here on my desk. So I always know Oregon Ducks, they're up top, baby. Let me tell you, after losing that money line bet on them, I'm not happy with them. But still, what do you think? Liberty's going to come out and take down the Ducks, Mr. Hardways? It would be a difficult task for sure, as good as Liberty is. I mean, they've got as much claim to the national title as Florida State does at this point. But as good as they've looked this year, it is certainly against lesser competition. So we will touch on all these bowl games and more as we draw closer. At this point, with everything that's going on, with the way the transfers work this year, and of course, people opting out for the uh, players opting out for the draft, we don't want to get too into the weeds on these these lines right now because this is going to change all the way up until game time. So you can make a bet now on, for example, Georgia minus 14 and a half. And if you had Kendall Milton transferring and, and Carson Beck acting out and so on and so forth, and Lad McConkey's not playing because he's still hurt and he wants to prepare for next year, same with Brock Bauer. Like, we, it just doesn't matter at this point. So we will touch base on these on Thursdays and Mondays as we draw nearer to bowl season. Let's move on, though. NFL, we've got a game tonight, but... Man, I I know you probably didn't watch it, but what is going on with the Chiefs? Aces, your Chiefs, your Chiefs, they're struggling. Yeah, some people gave me the business in the gym today. They were very angry that my Chiefs, I guess they were playing the Packers last night. And in the gym, there's a lot of Bears fans. So they were not happy that we dropped one to the Packers and let them get a W. I don't know, my friend. Maybe they're just letting me get these lines on futures tickets. That's what they're doing for me. I, I would hope so, because right now, Chiefs are 8-4. That's a great record, but Patrick Mahomes, 
he's more of a game manager than he is a world beater at this point. The Packers win last night, 27 and 19. It was a disappointing result as a Bears fan. I'd love to see the Packers lose. I'm not a big Chiefs fan, but I'd love to see the Packers lose. And as a Bears fan, we can take solace in the fact that we didn't lose because we were on by last, last week. So no problem there. Another huge game in the NFL, though, was the 49ers. I mentioned this on the Bidding the Odds segment that Kyle Shanahan is going to pull out all the stops. He is chasing that number one seed from the Eagles. Eagles lost this game. Big loss, 42-19. to 19. It was a surprising result. No doubt, everybody on, on the 49ers had a great game. One of my picks was Debo Samuel over 12 and a half rushing yards. He easily cleared that with 22. He's not even a rushing, running back. He's a wide receiver. So 42-19, 49ers over the Eagles. They are creeping towards that number one seed. And now, get this, it looks like Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft a couple of years ago, he is now the favorite to win the MVP per the odds on DraftKings Sportsbook. Can you believe that? Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. I mean, I can't say I like his football team in college, but I love the fact that the man comes through and we have this kind of scenario. It's great. I mean, it's a feel-good story, right? A hundred percent. I don't have any tickets on him, unfortunately. My tickets are on deck right now and, and Patrick Mahomes. So it looks like that Patrick Mahomes one is dead in the water, but – Dak could certainly get there, but Brock Purdy is just doing everything in his power. He is not a game manager. He is a playmaker, and they are doing very, very well. So speaking of which, the Cowboys, they won on Thursday night in a stunner. Not a stunner. Well, it was not a surprise, although the Seahawks did cover that 9.5-point spread. 41-35, to 35, big, huge, scoring, high-scoring game. It was a great Thursday night game. We don't get those too often these days. Another one, the Lions in our division here. Lions 9-3. They outlast the Saints. They were up 21. Get to Saints. They were up, the Lions were up 21 to nothing with eight minutes to go in the first quarter. And then they end up winning 33 to 28. So a bit of a surprising result, there that the, the Saints managed to keep their motivation and, and keep holding on. You catch any of the highlights from that one? No, but it sure sounds like a, a Texas Longhorns <laughs> Big 12 championship game to me. It, it was very, very exciting, I'll say. But we do have a game tonight. As I mentioned, we've got Monday Night Football. Let me go ahead and pull up the game board here. It is the Bengals and the Jaguars. The biggest bummer about this is, of course, Joe Burrow. The man is out for the season with that injury. So we've got backup. Uh, what is his name? The backup there for the Bengals. He he played at Washington. Jake Browning. Jake Browning is the backup there. So but Jag- Jaguars, you got Trevor Etienne. You've got Sunshine there. Want to guess what the money line is on the Jaguars? I didn't pull it up. I wish I had uh I have no idea. Minus I, I, 480 I there on better oh, for the Jaguars. <laughs> are they playing again. football tonight or are they just going to give them the win? It's a big one for sure. And it's not like the Bengals don't still have Joe Mixon and T. Higgins and, of course, Jamar Chase. So it's a bit of a surprising. Let's pull up the spread on that one because I am surprised that, that is so high. Yeah, plus nine, plus, oh, excuse me. No, that, that's what? over on better. No, it's plus 10. At Caesars minus one ten plus ten and a half at minus one twenty seven on DraftKings if you want to buy that half a point. Otherwise, Jaguars minus ten there. Bengals if you are backing them if you want to throw something on the money line plus four hundred over on Caesars Sportsbook. I'm thinking I'm probably going to be laying off on this game. There's just too many unknowns. You got great playmakers on the Jaguars. You got great playmakers on the Bengals. But with a position as important as quarterback being out for the Bengals, not sure that we could do it. Forty nine or excuse me, thirty nine and a half to forty. Is the over-under. We'll see where that line ends up. Probably will get ticked down a little bit as we draw near. And then we've got a Thursday game. Gross game here. The over-under in this game is 30 points for an NFL game. It's Pittsburgh Steelers versus the New England Patriots. We'll talk about that. Maybe. Maybe we'll talk about it. It's funny because in college football, I don't know if you can put two and two. Iowa Hawkeyes, we have the same colors as the Steelers. So you got 
two teams that would have the same over under. They're going to get confused maybe for the Hawkeyes playing out there on the field. Probably going to be watching hockey on Thursday night at this point. So speaking of which, let's move on over to the NHL. Now, you mentioned before we started recording that we had a couple of exciting plays, a couple of exciting hat tricks in the NFL, uh, NHL this weekend. Is that right? Yeah, hopefully some people listening had some hat trick player prop tickets. Let me tell you, you can make some money on those, but they don't pay off often. This weekend, though, Panarin gets his fifth hat trick in the NHL. Gotta love that. Happy for his team, the Rangers. And then we're talking about Mr. Marchand over there for the Bruins taking control of this team, but he gets the natural hat trick. You got to love that if you're a Bruins fan. That is exciting. Five hat tricks in the NHL. I, I can't even wrap my head. I, any idea how many Gretzky had in the NHL? I wonder if we could find that real quick because that'd be that'd be something to look at. Yeah, he, I'm guessing more than that, but I I could do it. Look, Google it for you if you want. I'm, I'm looking it up right now because oh, I got a you. great one. Let's see, 50. 50. He had That's 50 hat tricks. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, okay, he's a great one for a reason. Anyway, we've got six games tonight. <laughs> Our Blackhawks are not playing tonight, but we've got a really great one out east. We've got the Flyers and the Penguins. Let's pull up the money line here. So the Flyers are the dog plus 100. So even money odds there, Bet Rivers and Points Bet and Caesars. If you want to back the Penguins, minus 115. That's the best line over on Bet MGM. Got Dallas and Tampa Bay, Carolina and Winnipeg. These are all really close games. I don't see any, I guess the biggest spread would be Golden Knights versus the St. Louis Blues. Ace, are you looking at the schedule? Anything catch your eye for tonight? Well, you can probably guess. My, my Canes are going up against the Jets tonight. I really like them in this game. I mean, they're, they're starting to play good hockey, but the thing about it is if you look at the futures tickets, which I just pulled up here, Hurricanes now plus 1,000. This is the number. We talked about it when the NHL season started, right? And I said, I didn't like the number that the Canes had to win the Stanley Cup at that point. Now we're talking about a Carolina Hurricanes team that has – 14 wins on the season sitting, you know, not at the top, but towards the top of the entirety of the NHL. And we're getting a better number at plus 1000. I mean, I really like that futures ticket on the hurricanes to win the Stanley cup, to hoist it at the end of the season, drink some of that beer out of it on their boat. Let me tell you, that's what the players like, but I also like the hurricanes in this game up against the jets, getting a pretty good number on points, but if you can bet it over there, minus minus one forty. else you can head over to bet MGM. They also have that minus minus one forty number. Most of the other books a little, you know, shorter than that. So stay away from those if you can, but I like the Canes to come through and get the W tonight. There you go. Minus minus one forty there. If you can get it there on voice bet or bet MGM, it's a bit of surprise. There's only, it's only, like I said, six games. We only have one game or one, two teams that are under 500 playing tonight. And that's the Kraken and the Canadians and they're playing against each other. So it should be a good slate of hockey all around. I'm excited to watch that Penguins and Flyers game. It's on ESPN plus or NBC sports. If you get it otherwise, yeah. Late night game with the blues and the Knights. Knights big favorite in that over under six in that. And then tomorrow our Blackhawks play the Predators. So Blackhawks seven and 16 on the year. Not great. Predators big favorites in that one. As of right now, minus minus one eighty-five. Not sure that I'll be betting on the Blackhawks, but I'll probably be throwing a little bit on Connor Bedard. Right, the kid, the guy, he's going to be dragging our franchise in the 21st century here. Gotta love it. And I I saw him, he's got pretty good odds. I mean, the problem with him for the awards is that his team's not going to be good. So he's really going to have to be spectacular to get some of those awards. But as well as he's been playing, especially for, you know, a newcomer, a freshman, we'll call him, he's got good odds to win some stuff like the Rocket Richard and, um, the I don't I can't remember what the rookie of the year is I think he's a shoo-in for that but a couple of those if you do like Connor Bedard you like the Blackhawks you're probably not going to want to put a futures ticket on the Blackhawks maybe look to put on one of those player prop futures for Mr. Bedard there you go and if you want to bet on the day's prop bets you can go over to sportsbettingintel.com 
Click on our NHL. We've got both NHL player props and NHL top player props. Now, Connor Bedard's not up yet because no books have his lines up for tomorrow's game. But as soon as those pull tomorrow morning, we will definitely have those up there. Just taking a look at the popular player props tonight. We've got, let's see here. I don't care about these unders. I want overs here. Over. Here we go. (laughs) Evgeny Malkin over for the Penguins. Over 0.5 power play points. That's ones that our, our subscribers are betting on. Plus 150 there let's see over 0.5 assists for eric carlson also on the penguins and then sean cotier for the flyers plus 195 as i mentioned i'm gonna be watching that game anyway so i'll probably be looking at these as we get closer to the game here anything else on the nhl because we've got a couple of big sports coming up here with both basketball and college basketball nba and college basketball no you still have that page up i mean you were looking at the flyers penguins game you got something on crosby for goals tonight or let's take a look yeah i've got it up here Let's see here. Crosby. Okay. So let's see. I was going to search and then I'm going to sort and let's figure out what we got. Okay. So yeah, actually very near to even money. You can get over 0.5 goals at Caesars at minus one or two, or you can get it down on MGM over 0.5 goals plus 110 on bet MGM. You can also get over plus 0.5 power play points at plus 130 on DraftKings. So that's a that's a possibility there as well. I've been betting on, on those power play points there. I kind of like those a little bit. You assume that they're going to be on the on the ice, right? They they'll usually put some their best line out there for the power play on as the games move along. Yeah, unless they're up, you know, by three goals or something. There, Crosby's going to be on the first line right after that power play. So it, it makes sense to bet that. I, I really like that goals though. Crosby has looking at it. He has fourteen goals in twenty three games played. You know, scoring more than a goal a game. You're getting plus money on it. When you said that, it kind of surprised me. So maybe I'll look into that. But that's somewhere I'd go maybe with that game. Yeah, plus one ten there. It's it's better than even money. And then if you also want a little bit of a if you if you're thinking two goals is in the mix, but you're not quite sure, maybe gets in an assist and you can get over one point five points on DraftKings at plus one seventy five. So nearly two to one on that. So moving on. NBA has been a bit slow because you've got the tournament going on. We only have two games tonight. We didn't have any games last night. So we've got Boston and Indiana, Indiana. So we got Celtics and the Pacers. And we got the Penguins, Pelicans and the Kings later tonight. I don't know. I, I should be following this better. It's my fault. I don't know what the tournament is right now. Aces, any idea what's going on with this, this, this tournament here? No, sir. You could guess that. I mean, <laughs> other than this huge you know, on my whiteboard, I got the whole tournament. Just, just kidding. I don't, I don't pay attention. I don't like this tournament. I don't like the fact that we're doing a tournament midseason in a professional sport. I mean, what is this hot or soccer across the pond? I don't, not, not my thing. You know, NBA in general isn't my thing. So, I, unfortunately, sir, I apologize. I cannot fill you in on that one. No, you have expressed your displeasure before, so we don't need to rehash <laughs> that. I do know that it starts tonight. As I mentioned, we got two games, so that's why we've got a smaller, smaller slate. These we're in the quarterfinals. The other two quarterfinal games will be the Lakers and the Suns tomorrow night. And then, of course, we've got, let's see, the Bucks, the Bucks number one seed and the Knicks there. And then we'll have the semifinals and then the finals. So just taking a look at the lines real quick. I'm going to go ahead and pull those up on sportsbettingintel.com. NBA money line spreads. We've got all four games up here. So Celtics are the big favorites here tonight, minus 210. That's over on points bet. If you want to back Pacers, plus 192. It's actually significantly better than basically anywhere else. That's over on Caesar Sportsbook. Closer game, though, in the, in the Pelicans and the Kings. Pelicans are the dog, plus 135 on Caesar Sportsbook. Kings, minus 155. Be sure to check our game boards for money lines, spreads, and point totals if you're betting the NBA. Going to be a smaller slate, smaller few slates all around until this tournament is done. Moving on, though. NCAA basketball, we got a huge game tonight, Aces. We got another, <laughs> as, as much of a war as it was with 
college football in Michigan and Iowa in your family on Saturday. You got to be you got to be on pins and needles around the household tonight. Is that correct? Pins and needles. The place is on pins and needles. Let me tell you, the kids, they can feel the tension. This is going to be a rough one. You know, I'm betting the house on the Hawkeyes. Fortunately, I'm betting it against the wife, so I'll still have a place to live. But you got to love this game. You got to love this rivalry in my household anyways. I don't know that the sports books think that it's much of a rivalry. 12 and a half for the Hawkeyes if you want to back them. Purdue, you want to bet? You want to make $100 on the money line, Mr. Hardways? Betting the best line, which is over there on Bet Rivers, you got to throw 835 on Purdue coming off of that loss to Northwestern, which you actually informed me about, and I wasn't too happy about it this weekend. Yeah, how about that? Um, Purdue losing to Northwestern outright was a shock to everyone, everyone outside of Evanston, Illinois, of course. We weren't able to bet on that game, <laughs> unfortunately. So, yeah, Iowa-Purdue tonight. Purdue minus 835 just seems like a lot, especially for a 12-point spread, 12-and-a-half-point spread there. Iowa plus 600, six times your money. You can get that at points bet. And Caesar, smaller slate tonight. I think we only have 10 games. So, Purdue's still number four in the nation, even despite that loss there. I mean, every every number one team is probably going to lose. Every team is going to lose a game or two. Anything else, it's, it's not a whole lot of – no, not a whole lot of – I think that's the only ranked team we have playing tonight. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. I'm not sure if our, or if Alabama is ranked. I couldn't tell you. I'd have to actually look yeah, at the Yeah, not rankings. anymore. Not anymore. No. Yeah. So they, they would be the, on the slate, I see. They'd be the only other one that was ranked. So, yeah, it's a small slate as is. One thing we mentioned before on this podcast actually is looking forward to college basketball coming up. Arizona is going to go on a meat grinder of a schedule. Let me tell you, I mentioned it before, but they're playing Wisconsin. Then they're playing Purdue. Then they're playing – Alabama, and then they're finishing off with Florida Atlantic, which we all know how good basketball they played last year. They're continuing that this year, ranked 11 in the nation. So watch out for that Arizona team. Maybe drop one of those. If you're getting good plus odds on those against Arizona, the number one team in the nation, I don't think they win all four of those. So kind of a betting strategy there that you might want to take the dogs in those games. Well, it's an interesting strategy there. The one that I hadn't considered another team, a huge team playing tomorrow would be Kansas number two in the nation. They've got a bit, bit of a cushy schedule until they have to play Oklahoma in January there. I guess UCF's a bit of a, a tougher matchup. Indiana might be, give them a little trouble there, but they've got Missouri, Kansas city, then regular Missouri, Yale, Wichita state. So there should be a nice run there for the Jayhawks. And then we've got our fighting Illini playing Florida Atlantic tomorrow night. We can't bet on that game, but the Illini 20 in the nation, six and one, but Florida Atlantic looking pretty good this year. Seven and one, 11 ranked 11th in the nation right now. Yeah. They're a good team, but they lost to somebody, uh, not a very good team. I can't remember who it was. Actually it was Brian. I think it was, they lost to Brian. I, don't quote me on that, but they lost to a team that wasn't so good. That's really their only loss on the season. Carryover from last year, you expect that that team's going to continue to be good. But that game tomorrow, that's going to be a fantastic basketball game. I'm guessing it's early one uh, in the or late afternoon, early evening. Sit up, maybe watch it. I, we can't bet on it, so we don't have to worry about who we're te- who we're backing for that one. You are correct. It is an early game, and you are also correct. They lost to Bryant here. Let me pull up that that game one more time, just so we get the people the right time for that game yeah that's at 5 30 so it is a bit of an earlier afternoon game so i think that'll be it for us we've got some soccer international soccer going on right now i think major league soccer is on break but we do have premier league as well as europa champions league and we can get into that later in the season as we kind of ramp down here we're not going to have game we're not going to have 40 games every week with college football unfortunately that's the end of but we are wrapping up the season here at the end of the the month end of the end of the season so Anything on the tennis front you want to bring to our attention, Aces? 
No, you know, I got my hands full here. We got the Bulls coming out. That's the money-making time of the season for myself, I believe, for yourself, also for the real Jay-Z. All three of us, really, that's when we start hitting the books hard, not to speak for you guys, but we generally do well that time. So that's where a lot of my focus is. Obviously, hockey, exciting. We got a lot of matchups, a lot of action every day. You know, that's that's where I'm kind of looking. Tennis is until we get into the Grand Slam events next year. I'll probably stay away from it. No shortage of sports betting opportunities from now through the rest of this year. And of course, in the next year, as you mentioned, the bowl games, I'm excited for the college football one rundown bowl game preview shows. That's always a highlight of my December. So that'll be it for us today on this Monday. We'll be back on Thursday to talk more things sports betting. And of course, check our social media pages for more content over there. As we say, over on Sports Betting Intel, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, Wager wisely.